Hey guys, Tony Paolo here with Equipping for Life. You're joining us on a great session. Today, I'm talking about the top five excuses for procrastination. They're not reasons. Reasons are different than excuses. Do me a favor. If you know somebody that procrastinates, I want you to share this video with them, tag them. Do me a favor on this channel. Subscribe to my channel, and uh, we trust that you have a great time today. Today, we're going to be talking about my least favorite subject procrastination or I should say my most favorite subject procrastination because um, I mean it affects all of us really and there are times that I can track it in my life that I'm very good at uh, this this uh, dynamic called procrastination so come on in guys it's seven o'clock it's actually 701 so come on in I trust that you guys watched the video um, I just posted it 15 minutes ago my son uh, wrote uh, a song. He wrote a skit. It's millennial humor. <laughs> so some of you may not get it, but my son wrote this song six years ago on procrastination with his friend. Wrote a skit and uh, and a song, and I thought it was pretty hilarious. Maybe it's not hilarious for you, but uh, but uh, it's millennial humor. So trust you watch it. If you ha didn't watch it, you can watch it when we're done here. Uh, but guys, today we're talking about the five excuses for procrastination. Come on in. We got a we got a lot to cover tonight. Come on in. We got some good things happening here tonight. Good stuff. All good stuff, right? All good stuff. Top five reasons. Oh, no, no, no. Top five excuses for procrastination. All right. Take a sip of coffee. Um, and this is decaf. And it's decaf because it's 7.02 p.m. That's why, ladies and gentlemen. So come on in, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen. Let's start here in a few short seconds. My name is Tony Palo, uh, lead pastor of Restoration Church here in Rhode Island. It's a great church. And if you are listening in from any other state than Rhode Island, I want you to mention the state that you're watching from. And if you're watching from Florida, okay, we get it. It's beautiful there. No more pictures and stop bragging. Um, so come on in, guys. Um, and uh, if you didn't watch my son's video on uh, I wrote a song on procrastination, you get to watch it right when we're done here. Uh, my name is Tony Palo. I'm the lead pastor of a church, a great church called Restoration Church. My wife and I are uh, founders and CEOs of a a coaching marriage business called Married for Life. We love it. Uh, <laughs> we love it. We enjoy everything about it. And uh, I do a lot of speaking, public speaking, motivation stuff, coaching, life coaching, marriage coaching. I'm a preacher. I preach the gospel. I'm a man of faith. And so everything I do and say always involves God. I know somebody on the, in North Providence called, you know, said, you're really talking about God a lot. And I, I do you know, without apology. So come on in, share the page, and we're going to start in about 30 seconds. Get your stuff ready. Get your decaf coffee or your tea. Somebody asked, my daughter asked me, Dad, you drink tea? I was like, no, I don't drink tea. I drink coffee. So let's talk about the definition of procrastination. We're going to go ahead and start. The definition of procrastination is the, this is dictionary.com, so it's official. The act of unnecessarily postponing a decision or action. We're gonna start. We're gonna start right there, with a nice shot in the gut right there for you. The act 
of unnecessarily is a key phrase. Unnecessarily, all right? Well, a lot of what I'm we're going to be talking about tonight, it's going to hurt me just as much as it hurts you. So don't take it personal because I'm sharing stuff that I'm like, ah, oh, do I have to share this? And um, yes, I'm going to share it. Pro procrastinate. And it's kind of one of those strange words because we're going to break it up in a minute. Um, and, and I did a word study search from the original Latin. Procrastination is really one of those strange words because you have pro, which is um, for something, right? Pro means for or, or, or forward. And crastination in the Latin, crastinus, literally means for tomorrow. So the word procrastination means I am for, for tomorrow. So it's like one of those kind of like uh, nuances of a word that's really strange. So come on in, guys. How you doing, Jason? All the way from New York. Used to live in Georgia. Come on in. And so if you're listening from on social media, Facebook, thank you. Welcome. Um, if you're listening on, uh, on my podcast uh, while you're driving to work or whatever, welcome. Come on in. Talking about procrastination today. I'm going to start with the definition. Is the act of unnecessarily postponing decisions or actions and i trust i hope and i pray i'm a i'm a i'm, I'm a preacher i'm a motivator i help I'm, I'm i i equip people i equip people for life um i give them tactical tools and lessons to overcome and i trust that today's lesson is going to help you start something how many of you today right now could say i am holding off on getting something done in my life if that is you say that is me. And just in the comment section, that is me. And some of you are just delaying. I mean, why are you putting off what you're putting off? What is the one thing that you're putting off? I mean, if you want to say what you're putting off, go ahead. You could say what you're putting off. But why why do we do why 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 do I why do you do that? What is wrong with you? <laughs> Procrastination, why are we unnecessarily postponing a decision or an action? So when you look at the word study, again, uh, uh pro and in, in the in the Latin is procrastinus. Pro is for uh, uh, I am for something or or, or I, I I am forward in that sense. Crastinus in the original Latin literally means for tomorrow. So the word procrastination um, in the original Latin literally means I am for for tomorrow, which is really something else. But tonight we're going to talk about some things. We're going to talk about the top five. Um, excuses, not a reason. Okay, you're gonna get them. There's a difference. I want to differentiate. I want to differ. I want to differentiate between reason and excuse. There's, there's, there is something. No, there's nothing wrong with you. Absolutely not, honey. There's a big difference between a reason and an excuse. And when I say when you give a reason, you got to make sure it's a reason and not an excuse. And there's a complete. I want to make the. I want to. I want to distinguish between the two. Okay, an excuse is a weak attempt at justifying an action or a lack of action. You ever, you, you ever hear somebody trying to give you an excuse and you're like, dude, it's not working, man. <laughs> it's like. Like, li listen to yourself trying to convince yourself why you didn't come to my birthday party. Okay? Yeah. And an excuse is a very a weak attempt to justify why I did something or why I didn't do something. That's, that's an excuse. A reason is a sincere accounting for your action. I mean, I, I have this reason for my action or lack of action. So a reason implies a fault that is, is sincerely recognized or accepted. 
Okay. Um, I'll give you an example. Like uh, last year, a friend of mine, Ed Freeman, and I was supposed to climb Mount Washington. Right. We've done it before. I've climbed it a couple of times before. And I says, I need somebody who's going to be helpful and motivate me to get up the mountain. Right. And so um, and we're supposed to do it October, November. Like apparently it's the best time. Right. Mount Washington is the worst weather in the world. And so November rolls around and and I break my leg. True story. I'm not making this stuff up. So I said, hey, Ed, I can't climb Mount Washington with you because I broke my leg. Is that an excuse? Or is that a reason? <laughs> Some of you would say, you, yeah, that's an excuse. But me breaking my leg, thereby making me um, in, uh, unable to climb Mount Washington is a reason. All right? A reason is a sincere accounting for your action or lack of action. An excuse is a weak attempt at justifying an action or a lack of action. Okay, for those of you who are jumping on, I just gave the definition of procrastination is an act of unnecessarily postponing an action or a decision. All right, and we broke the word apart. Procrastination, uh, or uh, we're doing this opposite. So we'll go for you. Procrastinating, and the Latin is pro is for procrastination is uh, uh, for tomorrow. So pro is for procrastinatus, and Latin is for tomorrow. So I am for for tomorrow. So it's like I'm going to delay. I am for delaying for tomorrow. That is procrastination. So reason implies a fault is sincerely recognized. You take you step up and take responsibility for your actions. An excuse exists. It's a weak justification. Uh, defend or, or blame with the intent of getting out of making yourself an account, accountable. Remember, excuse absences in school, <laughs> in, uh, in, in, in uh, elementary school, in high school. If you were sick, first of all, I don't know if they do this anymore. Remember when you were sick and you said that, that absence could be um, excused. Um, <laughs> that absence could be excused if you're, when you're sick. Um, your mother takes you to the doctor. I was like, yeah, like that ever happened. Like when I was sick, my mom would call the doctor and bring me to the doctor. Not. And, and so how many absences you have, they could be excused if you had a good reason. So if you had a re and you can prove your reason, you know, like if I'm, you know, vomiting everywhere as a seven year old, my mom's not going to be bringing me out to the doctor. So your excuses could be excused if you had a good reason reason. So why are you putting off what you're putting off? Let's take a break. Coffee break. My mom is watching. Coffee break. Why are you putting off what you're putting off? You ever watch a soccer game? I watched a soccer game one time in my whole life. It's four quarters, right? But it seems like it's four days. Because it's like the ball keeps getting kicked down. The procrastination is like kicking the ball down, kicking the ball down, kicking the ball down, kicking the ball down. And it's kind of like then kick the ball back, kick the ball back, kick the ball back. But I, mean, I watched a soccer game one time. It lasted six hours. Overtime, double overtime. I don't know if there's any such thing, but triple overtime. But then after six hours, the score was tied 0-0. Zero, zero. Nobody won. It's like all that frustration. Procrastination, just, just kicking the ball down the field and you feel like nothing's ever being accomplished. You are your greatest enemy. I gotta tell you, you're, you're, you're most, I tell you what, the only enemy you have is, is, is you. The only competition that you have is you. So somebody just confirmed that 
Uh, soccer can go into triple overtime. So this is, must have been the time that I watched it go into triple overtime five, six hours later and nothing ever happened. You're putting off purpose. God has assigned a purpose to your life. Now, let's. I, I thought about this today. Just imagine if Jesus procrastinated. Oh no, Father God, I just don't want to go down. I, I, I don't know. I'm just... I just don't want to do it. I just, you know, I did. He, he, uh, imagine if he was filled with excuses. I just don't want to go down. I don't. So today we're going to talk about the five excuses, not reasons. Today we're going to talk about the five excuses for procrastination. Um, and you know what? I, I've researched it. This is the data. This is the majority of it. Some of you can maybe add to it, and that's okay. But these are the top five reasons going from five to one. All right. Number five, drum roll. Can we hear anybody drum rolling? All right, drum roll. The number five reason for procrastination is self-sabotage. That's number five. People sometimes procrastinate due to their tendency to engage in self-defeating behaviors. That's self-sabotage. It's like I start something and I stop something because I'm afraid that I'm not going to be able to be able to complete Something. So what do I do? I self-sabotage. The enemy has nothing to do with it. My enemy has nothing to do with it. It's all me. And they try to actively try to sabotage their own progress. And an example of that is a person might be might delay applying for a new job. How many of you had an opportunity to start something good and just never started it, or maybe jumped into an open door of a career advancement, and 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 because and and you never and you never you never did because you feel like you don't deserve to be at a better place in your life. How many of you are at that place? And maybe you we don't admit it openly, but deep down, that's really the reasons. And there are so many reasons why people engage in self-sabotage, which we're not going to touch on uh, today. But people who self-sabotage usually, get this now, okay? I want you to hold on to your seats now. People who self-sabotage usually push away people who treat them well. They usually resist positive affirmation they usually resist people complimenting them you ever compliment how, how well do you receive compliments you ever re- receive you ever give a compliment you ever tell somebody i love you you're amazing and they go oh no 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 you're amazing you know i really appreciate you no no i really appreciate you how well do you receive compliments god complimented you when he sent his son jesus to die on the cross that's heaven's greatest compliment for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that's heaven's greatest compliment and because compliments are important because compliments highlight your value okay and God complimented you when he released his plan on earth so the number five reason for procrastination is self-sabotage I I start something I never finish something I, I I I just come up with all kinds of internal excuses that don't even fit within these five I develop my own five I develop my own 50 excuses that fit within the the self-sabotage you got 50 excuses jammed packed infused with this reason, self-tabotage, there are 50 reasons that we can come up with uh, because maybe we don't feel like we deserve success. We feel like we don't deserve 
uh, um, to, to, to finish and to be complete. And usually this person resists positive people. When somebody's positive around them, they resist those people. Number four, all right? So number five is self-sabotage. Number four, this is an interesting one. I'm too busy. AKA, I just don't want to do it. <laughs> I just don't want to do it. This is an example of something needing to get done and you just don't get it done. You just don't want to do it. You're just too busy. And and you ever you ever it's so funny when you you know when you have a birthday party or something like that you ever get invited to a birthday party and you just don't want to go, right? Not you, maybe some people who are not listening. You get invited to a birthday party and you just don't want to go. What do you do? You come up with an excuse. I just don't. You never say I don't want to go. I don't. I don't even know why you invited me. I don't even really like you, and and I think you're boring. You just don't want to do it or a family gathering we never give them the we never give them the real excuse we come up with a a, a pseudo reason how about a student needing to study for a test working on a paper for those of you who are in college those of you who are in high school those of you who are in graduate school man i remember when i was in graduate school and i had to write that 25 page paper oh the turmoil i just didn't want to get it done and you started the night before you know, that lack of motivation, that delay, you're tired, you're, you, you're the, the kicking the ball down the field. And people who are often stuck in this reason of I'm too busy, or, I just don't want to do it, or, who are unmotivated. People are often um, unmotivated because they don't value, they don't connect the reward to performing the task. It's like starting school, right? It's like if you just get it done and start it and finish it, there's a reward uh, uh, at at the end, all right. So that's number two. Num no, number five, number four, rather. Number five is self sabotage. We're going backwards. Number four is I just don't want to do it, or I I'm just too busy. Number three is a lack. This is a serious one. Is a lack of focus. This is a very frequent cause of of procrastination. Yeah, uh, I'm sure you've you've uh, in your driving gotten lost, right? Raise your hand if that's you. Say that's me. I've gotten lost before. Um, and when you are driving and you get lost as a result of a lack of focus, you tend to drive more miles traveling further and not advancing. This is serious now. When you lose focus, when you're driving and you get lost, automatically you don't advance. And automatically you drive further. Automatically you are driving longer miles. Do you, and, and sometimes this person who is procrastinating because they're not, they don't have an aim, they don't have a target. Do you feel uh, directionless? There's no purpose in life, no target, no aim. You're, you're existing, you're drifting. You ever hear there's a wood called drift, there's an actual wood called driftwood in the ocean. And guess why they call it driftwood? Because it drifts. <laughs> they don't use it for anything else. It's just driftwood. And it floats. And it just, that's, that. It, they go, look, driftwood. And you know it's driftwood because it's drifting. And this lack of focus 
causing procrastination causes you to waste your energy on the here and right now. And I got to tell you, I don't know if you've seen it this way or think about it this way, but procrastination uses energy. Did you know that? Procrastination is using a lot of emotional. Think about, think about the emotional energy. Think about the mental health energy. Because excuses uses up more fuel than reasons to move forward. Because sometimes you've got to be really creative. What's the most creative excuse you've heard? Write it in the comment section. I can come up with all kinds. What is the most creative excuse you've heard? And so the lack of focus causes procrastination, causes you to waste your energy, and there's no wins for the sale. And this is why I say to my church community, your future is bright. I say this all the time. Now, assuming that this person is making focused decision and this person is in relationship with Jesus Christ, your future is bright because a focused life enables you. I want you to get this now. I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to equip you for life. A focused life enables you to be a good steward of the present. So when the future happens, you're ready. It's like I'm, a, I'm, I'm focused on the right now, ready for the not yet. That's the that's third reason for a, a, procra a, third, a third excuse, excuse me, for procrastination is a lack of focus. So, so far we, we had number five is self-sabotage. Number, number, number four is uh, I'm too busy. Number three is a lack of focus. And a lack of focus is that I want to be ready for the right now, but I want to also be ready for the not yet. Okay? Set goals. If that is you... If you struggle with a lack of focus, this is for you. Set goals. But the secondary part of setting your goals is invite accountability. And, and why did I choose, why didn't I just say get accountability? Because accountability is not something that comes along. Accountability is, is, is something you have to invite. Right? A mentor. A mentor is somebody that you look for. And, and if you choose, you can choose not to have any kind of contact with anybody, right? If you don't have contact with anybody, anyone at all, uh, you're not going to grow in your character because character growth comes from being in conflict. Um, so in a couple of minutes, um, some of you are kind of throwing out some, some pretty hilarious reasons for uh, 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 excuses for procrastination, but it's really interesting. A lack of focus is a serious one because I see this um, happening a lot in 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 uh, in my profession as a, as a, as a, my ministry as a as a pastor. And so, if that is you, where you feel like you lack focus, set your goals and then invite accountability. All right, but when you invite accountability in your goal setting, so if I'm setting a goal, um, if I'm at point A and I want to get to point B and I invite accountability, I'm going to find somebody that's already at point B, right? Or maybe even better yet, I'm going to invite somebody who has mastered point B that is at point C, okay? So if I'm here and I want to get there, I'm going to find somebody who's there and invite that person into my life to, uh, to mentor me, uh, uh, to help me get there. Does that make sense to somebody? Um, I'm hoping that it makes sense in my brain. Um, but that is number three. We're going five, four, three. We have two more. Um, the lack of focus is super important because in our church community, we, we really uh, promote and celebrate accountability. We celebrate mentoring. We celebrate coaching. 
We celebrate discipleship and growth. Super, uh, super duper important. Um, number two, we're going backwards. The top five excuses for procrastination. Number two, this is a good one. I, I find myself here often is feeling overwhelmed. You ever feel overwhelmed? I see your hand. Um, I feel overwhelmed oftentimes. And and this is one thing I guess um, um, I need help with is oftentimes I I, I um, take on more than I should and and uh, or or I take on more than I should and I carry the heavy end and have Jesus carry the light end, right? There's always a heavy end to the burden. And I'm making sure that he carries it, right? He carries the heavy end. So the feeling overwhelmed is pretty important. And um um, and sometimes I feel overwhelmed with regards to the task that I need to handle. So when the task outweighs my, my skill level, my, my coping mechanisms, um, i got to be careful here. Um, and a feeling of being overwhelmed can happen for a, a, a variety of reasons. Um, having a lot of tasks, just in certain seasons of life. Have you gone through life and there are seasons of life where you're like, man, I'm in a very overwhelming, uh, over, feeling overwhelmed season of my life. And when this happens, you might decide to avoid the tasks altogether. The the feeling of overwhelm just paralyzes you. Or you may start the task and stop it. Or you may never start it just because... I mean, sometimes, don't you feel like in the sense, I mean, especially in our world right now and feeling overwhelmed, don't you feel like you just want to sometimes get underneath your covers and put the covers over your head and just like shut the world out? Yeah, anybody? Yeah, me neither. But anyway, maybe that's for somebody else not watching right now. Maybe you need to, you feel overwhelmed. Maybe you need to just, there's something that you need to take on that you, that, that you haven't taken on. Um, maybe you need to clean out your garage. I'm there now. You should see my garage. You should have seen my garage a week ago. If you see it now, you may go, oh my gosh, what happened? But if you've seen it a week ago, you're going to say, wow, that's progress. And you see, this is important. Progress is important. And progress is usually relative. Because um, if I were to jump in on your garage right now, look at it, I go, what in the world happened, right? Um, but if I would have seen it two weeks ago, like you would have seen my garage two weeks ago, you know what I'm saying? You would have been like, wow, that's a huge and, and huge improvement. And people, you know, uh, think about cleaning up your house. The fact that the task that will take so long and involve so many things that you feel overwhelmed, that diet, getting healthy, going to the, going to the gym, uh, um, and it's just too much to handle. Um, you checking your bills, paying your bills. Oh my God. Budgeting. <laughs> So, uh, so the feeling overwhelmed, which is the number two reason, is uh, 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 a heavy one. So let's go over the five reasons so far, uh, starting backwards. Number five is, the, is a self-sabotage. Five excuses for procrastination, self-sabotage. Number four, I'm too busy or simply I just don't want to do it. Number three is a lack of focus, okay? Um, and, uh, you know, and, and number two is feeling overwhelmed, feeling overwhelmed. Procrastination really has to do with discipline. And my friend Bishop uh, uh, Jeffrey Williams in, in Providence, Rhode Island says this, I'd rather take the pain and discomfort of discipline than the pain and discomfort of failure. Um, submit to the process, man. Start it. Something, something has to happen. There's a uh, Japanese uh, 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 proverb that says the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second time, best time to plant the tree is right now. Like some of you have been delaying planting a tree. 
Just start it. Get accountability in your life, dude. Come on. Sorry, I'm yelling at myself too. So, because I can see myself as I'm talking. Anyway, so number one. And actually, you know what? What I wanted to do in that feeling overwhelmed part, I wanted to read my friend's post. Because my friend posted this and I wanted to read her post and I wanted to give her a shout out. Um, and my friend is Darlene Petrosillo. She says, having to do with feeling overwhelmed, I admit I'm a procrastinator. I've been procrastinating on posting here. Let's see, I have an hour left. So about a week ago, I said, hey, what's your reason for procrastination? <laughs> a week ago, and people procrastinated not posting, but then she was one of them. Perfect example, if I don't respond right away, then I feel like it's too late. Another example is I plan on organizing my recipes. I have a basket full. My kids brought me a printer and a recipe book. I look at the basket, turned around, and I felt overwhelmed. If I can't, it's hard to do it at all. So it's good. Like things being in order. Sometimes it's hard there. But I but so many directions. Do I need therapy? I'm not answering that question, Darlene. <laughs> and then she signed. Oh, Darlene, you know she goes signed basket case. So there's a lot of things going on. This is what I have found in studying procrastination, a lot of mental health um, elements that trigger a lot of these. And uh, and I see myself, especially on the feeling overwhelmed part, oftentimes that I go internal and feeling, and uh, often these will link over, kind of overlap. <laughs> is is like feeling overwhelmed could also connect with the 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 uh, cause a lack of focus, which causes a self sabotaging. Because when I feel overwhelmed, oftentimes I don't want to advance in the battle. I want to retreat from the battle. Um, because the task that I'm facing with is far greater than my own coping mechanisms, okay? So the number one reason for excuse for procrastination is, this was number one, this, the fear of failure. Yeah, that's the number one reason. And when I asked people to post their reason for their excuse for procrastination, um, this came up the most is the fear of failure. Now, let's talk about that one for um, just a moment. Can we do that? Um, we're going to spend the most time on this one, obviously, because just people often procrastinate because they're afraid of failing at the task they, that they need to complete. Um, and this fear can often cause you to avoid, like you start a task and maybe don't finish it even because of the failure. And this kind of fear, which is a worry, why is it a worry? Because you have convinced yourself of something that hasn't even happened. Think of the power. My gosh, oh, that hits my heart. Think about the power of that narrative. Man, the fear of failure. You, I've convinced myself that I'm going to fail even though I didn't start. My goodness, man. I'm... Man, I need help. <laughs> I'm just going to get some decaf coffee instead. How's that? Man, that fear is a terrible, terrible thing. How many of you right now are, are just at that point in your life where... 
my goodness, man, I feel, I feel Jesus at this moment, man. Is that you, you've convinced yourself, you've convinced yourself of something that will happen that hasn't even happened. This is what my friend, uh, Pastor Tim Lucas, uh, pastor of Liquid Church in New Jersey, he says, fear and faith have the same definition. You should get this. I want you to write this down. Fear and faith have the same definition. Fear is believing what hasn't happened will come true. Okay, that makes sense, right? Fear is believing what hasn't happened will come true. Let's define faith. Faith is believing what hasn't happened will come true. Come on now! Somebody find the little fire meme and just put it on the comment section. Fear is believing what hasn't happened will come true. Faith is believing what hasn't happened will come true. They fear and faith have the same definition. Someone might be so worried that they will fail that you even, think about this dynamic. If you have the fear of failure, you have this way of indefinitely working on something without ever making it public, without releasing your idea, without making it final, without committing to it, without, pub, without, re, without be releasing that to the world for the world to see. That a fear of failure means you might, you've developed something. Again, what if Jesus procrastinated? Because Jesus, remember, Philippians chapter 2, verse 5 says that Jesus laid down his God-like powers. He laid down his powers. So he was a man. Even though he was God, he didn't have the God powers. He, Jesus was a man. What if Jesus procrastinated as a result of a fear of faith? I tell you what, he had every reason to be afraid of what was going to happen to him. But fear and faith have the same definition. Fear is believing what hasn't happened will come true. And faith is believing what hasn't happened will come true. So think about all the sideways personality traits that come in along with the fear of failure. Low self-esteem, low self-confidence, self-doubt. Oh my goodness, I'm going to do... I'm going to do a teaching sometime on self-doubt, overcoming self-doubt. Because I tell you stories. And if you go to my church, you've heard those stories. <laughs> Growing in the New York City public school system. I, I got stories. Self-doubt. Developing irrational belief systems. You know, some of you have built equity around a lie. Some of you have cemented. Some of you have built footing. Some of you built a foundation for the lie to sit on, on a nice cozy part of your heart. And you've lied to yourself. So let's end with these three triggering questions. I want to trigger, I want to trigger you. <laughs> I want to get you woke. Yeah, I want you to be triggered. So I'm going to trigger you with these three questions. I'm an equipping. I equip for life. I teach tactical tools to help you overcome. So as a result of this, I want you to start something. In the next month, I want you to start something. In the next month. Well, I don't know what it is. But I want you to start something that you've been procrastinating. If the, number, question number one. If there were no obstacles, let's pretend, let's say it this way. You ran out of excuses. Let's say your excuse tank ran out of gas. And I, I no, ain't nobody giving you gas. What would you look to accomplish within the next month? Woo, come on. I got God bumps. You, know? you see them? I see them. 
in the next month, you run out of excuses. What would you look to accomplish? <sighs> application, start an application for school, join a gym, exercise, eat healthy, write a book, break off a relationship. I just felt that one. Hmm. Who is that? If you ran out of excuses, what would you look to accomplish in the next month? Remember, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. Second best time to plant a tree is today. When are you going to plant a tree? That's the question. That's trigger question number one. I want to trigger you. Trigger question number two. I want to trigger you. I want to get you woke. What kinds of encouragement do you receive from people closest to you? What kinds of encouragement do you receive from people closest to you? Come on now. Think about you're the sum of the five you're the sum total of the five people you hang around with. I always say, hang out with people who are already at the place you want to go. What kinds of messages, what kinds of feedback are you receiving? You become your greatest influencers. What are you hearing from your friends? What are they saying? Question number two is what kind of encouragement do you receive? Do they say something like, oh, you should, oh, you're so good. You, you should take, you, you're so good. You should take singing lessons. You should give piano lessons. You should, oh my gosh, you should be a trainer. You should write a book. You should go for your degree. You should do your garden. <laughs> you should do my garden. That's question number two. Question let's go. Question number one is in, in if you ran out of excuses, you got no more obstacles, what would you look to accomplish within the next month? Come on, you got one month. Today's the 29th, right? Even though it's still April 29th. We're almost in May and it's cold, right? That's question number one. Trigger question number two is what kinds of encouragement do you receive from people closest to you? That's question number two. Question number three. And this is important. What is the repeated narrative you tell yourself? Just give you a moment, man. What do you like? What do you say to yourself when nobody's around? What kind of messages do you give to you? What kind of are they motivating? Are they demotivating? Are they encouraging? Are they discouraging? What is the repeated narrative you tell yourself? What are your thoughts promoting? Because if your actions are promoting procrastination, what are your thoughts promoting? Because if I'm procrastinating, I got to take a step back and say, what am I, what is my thought like? Is, is, is my thought life promoting procrastination? Is my thought life promoting for, for tomorrow? Develop some strong anchors in your life. God, for some reason, has decided to involve you and for some reason has decided to invite, involve you and myself in this life, in this world. He's decided his plans and his purposes involve you. His plans and his purposes involve me. So your decisions now, this is why it's so important. Like, why are we procrastinating? Like, procrastinating is, 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 is causing uh, a greatness to be held back. Your future is bright. So your decisions have the potential, the eternal potential of making an impact on this earth.
Okay, so when I read this scripture, Lord, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So I think of I think of two things. God's will is done on this earth, not because he's releasing his will on this earth this way. He's releasing his will on this earth from from me doing his will on this earth. So my decisions glorify God's ideas. My decisions glorify heaven's ideas. My decisions release God's purposes on this earth. But not so much this earth, but how about this earth? When God's will is done on this earth, me, I'm made of dust, God's will will be done on this earth. So if I'm procrastinating, guess what? Heaven is held back. Heaven is held back from this earth because I'm procrastinating. My good friend Michelle knew, he says, why are you stalling the calling? She recently just released this 501c3 ministry, this, organist, this, or, this business, and it's been years in the making. It's always been there, but it was here. Eventually, that seed has to grow. And if, if the seed doesn't grow and it stays in here, dreams don't become realities if we procrastinate. Ladies and gentlemen, start. Why are you putting off what you're putting off? I tell you, my friend, start. There's no real reason for procrastination. Release those excuses. Let the excuse tank run out of gas. And once, once and for all, ladies and gentlemen, start that thing. No longer put off what you're putting off. I love you guys. I'll see you around. And I invite you to Restoration Church. Our website is restorationchurchri.com. Come visit us in person, 244 Lexington Avenue. We are on social media. And uh, we're on Facebook. We're on YouTube. Download our app, uh, Restoration Church RI. We look forward to seeing you in person. I'll see you guys around. And don't you ever, ever forget that your future is bright.